Hi, my name is Rutendo Nyamuda, and welcome back to In My Twenties. In My Twenties. While you're here, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I want to wish everybody out there listening a happy Valentine's Day. Today is a very historic episode for the In My Twenties podcast as we interview a couple for the first time. So, welcoming themselves onto the In My Twenties podcast and into the In My Twenties family, here they are. Hi, I'm Tony Lee Krauser. Hi, I'm Michael Krauser. I'm a massive uh, coffee lover. Everything coffee is me, um, a family person. Love being around family. I'm a dreamer. I've been in the events industry for basically all my life. In the PR and events industry, and that's definitely something I'm extremely passionate about. Fell into sales. And uh, yeah, I love uh, everything to do with music, so I produce a lot, DJ, and that's me. Now, on every episode of the In My Twenties podcast, my guests always come through with these incredible mind moments or gem moments, and this is just one of them. I think she got into a point where she was ready to sort of like move on. I was okay if it didn't happen because I spent okay. the four months like trying to actually force it to happen again and it wasn't. It was, yeah, it's um, kind of weird because the previous breakup, she would be the, the first person to sort of initiate contact, yeah. contact again. And uh, the last breakup for me, was I was the one kind of like really taking stock of everything and being like, flip, I can't live without her. The In My Twenties podcast is split up into three sections. In the first section, we get to hear a little bit more about Tony and Michael's career journey. In the second section, we dive into today's topic, which is all about love and marriage. And finally, rounding up all three sections is a conversation on the all-consuming Twenties journey. Are you ready for love? Let's get straight into it. Tony, if you can tell me a little bit about your background, so cool. family-wise, where did you grow up? Yeah, so I've always actually been a Cape Town girl. I haven't lived anywhere else, so born in Cape Town, a small family, family of four with a younger brother, uh, mom and dad, huge family person, so constantly always with the family. And Mike? Yeah, um, same as Tony, born and bred in Cape Town, uh, very small family as well, brother and sister. Uh, just sort of a background on my upbringing. It was mainly with my grandparents and stuff. So that was, was quite a big thing for me, just having that grandparents like root in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, that's my sort of take on it from yeah my background. Okay. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about your career history. Yeah. So I actually did a year of public relations and then I actually stopped because I was like, I don't think this is for me. I do not enjoy it. And then I went straight into industry, intern. And kind of seven years later, I'm still in it. So I was like, oh, okay, I do enjoy it and I love it. Mm. <laughs> so that's kind of where it started. But a lot of like groundwork of working, lots of internships, um, working my way up, sacrificing a lot. So in terms of my, and a lot of side things as well, trying to just get to where I am. So career-wise from the PR side, um, yeah, that's how I started. Mm. Bit of background, yeah. And for you, Mike, what is your career history? What did you study? Where did you study? And what are you currently doing? So mine's a bit different. I <laughs> matriculated in 2008. I uh, never studied a thing. And since then, I've basically been sort of in and out of jobs, like, you know, um, sort of gaining experience where I can kind of thing. And the biggest thing for me was just learning how to leverage relationships and just how to build that because ultimately that is where I got to be where I am today. Mm-hmm. And just sort of, you know, figuring out what I actually want to do with my life and 
the, the biggest thing, like I said earlier, was falling into sales all the time. So those were kind of the jobs that I kept falling into. Like my first job was like a sales job. And I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like, I can't do sales like this sucks. <laughs> and eventually it grew into something that I was actually remotely passionate about. And mm-hmm. now I'm working for an event production company. And I sort of deal with the business side of that. And it's sort of still connected to music in a sense. And that still allows me to sort of work on my music, DJ, and then we have the the ice cream business on the side as well. So Mm. that's basically what I'm doing now. Mm. Yeah. And so what's very interesting, even though you are both in similar but different industries, yeah. you mm. actually have a joint business together. Yes. So yes. tell me a bit about this joint business. What is it? How did it start? Whose yeah. idea was it? I actually, I'll go first, uh, was yeah. looking online one day and I was just like, oh, let's see what's for sale. Like, let's just buy a business. And I came across this ice cream business and I sent it to him and he was like, love, not ice cream. Like, no, not ice cream. (laughs) And then I was like, no, let's just go check it out and go visit and see what it's about. And we kind of did that whole process. And literally a year later, we're still going, still doing it. And yeah, it's been insane. You can explain a bit more about what it actually is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the business is basically, it's an ice cream business, like Tony said. But the unique thing is that we use liquid nitrogen to actually make the ice cream. So it's an experience for people. As opposed to if you go to an event and you ask for chocolate you like sort of dish it out of the bowl and it's there but with our business it's basically the ice cream gets made in front of you so it takes about 60 seconds for the actual nitrogen to go into the bowl and then turns to ice cream what is the name of the business into ice cream lab into ice cream lab Yeah. yeah so the nitrogen sign into and what are your hopes and dreams for the business for the company where do you guys see it going uh, definitely opening up a store. Mm-hmm. That has been a big one. We've had a lot of questions about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would just be finding the right concept and location. Yeah, um, definitely that. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Definitely a store to sort of establish the brand. Okay. And, you know, future thing, maybe it could be something we could hand over to our kids one day. It's like, you know, once some work experience, take over the business. I want to yeah. kind of go, you guys have been married for... Three years now. Yeah. 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 You're married for three years. I kind of want to go to the point where you guys had met. Okay. So where were you in your lives yeah. when you had met each other? Cool. So we'll start. I'll start with Mike. Okay. Mike, where were you in life when you had met Tony? Um, yeah, I was <laughs> a very confused guy. <laughs> Just kind of like going with the flow kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I wasn't looking for anything, if I could say. I was just kind of, you know, hanging out with the boys, going to gym, you know, DJing, and it wasn't like anything really, yeah, that, that was where I was at. Yeah. Not even career focused, I was just chilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what, what were you doing? Were you still in the sales section? Yeah, at that time, I think I was working for Vodacom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was doing cell phone sales. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. How old were you around there? I must have been probably about, 19, 19 18? 18? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, 1918. Because you guys have been together forever. 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 Okay, so 1918, still in your teens, living your best yeah. life. Yeah. Basically. I've still got, <laughs> Not you know, paying rent. Not paying <laughs> <laughs> Living your best possible life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got the picture. And Tony, for you, yeah. where were you in life at that time? I was actually a little 16-year-old in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously just completely silly going with life high school not worried about anything else um yeah just like oh my gosh there's this cute guy that's where i was at actually okay okay <laughs> yeah yeah but little 16 year old i have no 16. idea what i was doing and so now the meeting point happens so you're both living your best lives clearly. yeah yeah you're both you know doing things independently meeting point yeah how did that how did happen you, how did you meet well, actually, in a nutshell, Facebook. 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 <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> this Facebook is interesting. And a family member. A family friend. Okay. I actually went to a sixteen-year-old birthday party, and I spoke to his cousin, who was a mutual friend, and I was like, "I need a date for this party." I mean, at sixteen years old, mm. and she's like, "I have someone for you. I have someone for you." And then we met. It's kind of weird <laughs> for me because the first person I met at the party was her ex at the time, and. Uh, <laughs> He's like, hey, what's up? And I'm, hey, hey, what's up? He's like, <laughs> you know, Tony's my ex, right? And I'm like, cool, thanks. <laughs> I, just, I just met this girl. <laughs> oh, well, my God. I just met her like 25 hours ago, but thanks. Who made the first move? <laughs> I mean, I don't think there was ever a move made for like the first year. because I made a, a move because I was like, I free rugby tickets, do you not want to come with? That's yeah. Yeah, that's okay, a move. That's, solid that's move. a move. Okay, that's, that could be a move. For and me, in my like, mind, it wasn't a move. For me, it was just like... Free rugby was, tickets. Yeah, free rugby tickets and <laughs> chilling. Okay, and then throughout the years, the relationship just built and developed. Yeah. And yeah. It's just a, it's the beginning of a really good, like, friendship mm. for me. Like, I've never had any friendship with females. Okay. To, so to say. It was, okay. Yeah, so to have that with Tony was quite an awesome thing. Okay. Prior to getting married. Yeah. It, so how long did you date for before you got married seven eight years seven eight years yeah no, okay. yeah yeah five six seven worst breakup that you guys had prior to getting married sure it was probably our last one it was a few months yeah it's probably like three months yeah three that was months. my most challenging because we were already like quite far in our relationship so mm -hmm. it was either like a this is going to marriage or this yes. is like a walk away and find a whole new life kind yes, of thing yeah, yeah. um but it was actually so crucial for us because I had my entire life from 16 to my younger 20s, I was consumed by Michael. Mm. And I didn't know what life was without Michael. Mm. So who am I? What am I doing? And that breakup actually just completely helped me in a sense of finding my identity. Who am I? Getting to a place of being okay without him. Yeah. Mm. So that was very important for me in that breakup season. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think that was probably one of the reasons why we did break up before yeah. that massive one. It's just yeah. kind of like... Figuring out who we were outside of the relationship. Yeah. yeah. Because of dating each other so young, mm. you kind of cut yourself off from a lot of things and because of the insecurity in a sense. Yeah. So if we had had everything figured out before that, it would have been chilled. But mm. because we were so intense with each other, we kind of like ended a lot of things, life yeah. experience. And so mm. the breakup kind of gave us the chance to sort of experience life on your own kind of thing like um and it wasn't in the sense of like us seeing other people because that never happened but yeah i think it's just from the sense of like knowing who you are mm. outside of your relationship because that's what it was like mm. when you do eventually find the person that you want to be with it's two whole people you know in a relationship or being married it's mm. not a half and a half making one what what was the reason you wanted to get back together with each other yeah, uh, she she kind of was, I think she got into a point where she was um, ready to sort of like move on. Mm. 
I was okay if it didn't happen because I spent okay. the four months like trying to actually force it yeah. to happen again and it wasn't. Because it's, yeah, it's um, kind of weird because the previous breakup, she would be the, the first person to sort of initiate wow. content, yeah. contact again. Wow. And uh, the last breakup for me, was I was the one kind of like really taking stock of everything and being like, flip, I can't live without Tony kind okay. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And what changed for you? To yeah. say finally, like, I'm actually going to leave, I'm going to let this one go. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Because yeah. again, you'd been together for such a long time. Such a long time. I think it took me such a long, I literally spent that whole three or four months trying to figure out what I can change in myself to try and get Michael back. So it was like a whole process of like, this is actually exhausting. Mm. Um, so I got into a point of, this is tiring. I cannot actually do this. He either wants to come back or let's just let it go um and I got into such a good space probably like just a month before mm. and I was just like I'm actually okay it's fine yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is mm. tough it wasn't an easy road mm. um but I got in there and then yeah. he came knocking again <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's let's dive into marriage life tell me about the biggest adjustments you guys had to make yeah once you both were like, I do. Probably the biggest thing was just sort of figuring out just the logistics around it kind of thing. Like, you know, what you do, what I do kind of thing. And just sort of living together and sharing that space with someone. Because your whole life, you kind of like, you know, kind of looking after yourself. you got your own room, looking after yourself, doing your own washing kind of thing. And now it's, you know, it's someone else you got to consider. So yeah. don't shower too long, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Are you are you the more stricter one or more type A of the two? Yeah, but when it comes to just sort of order and cleaning, maybe the household, the household, yeah. just keeping <laughs> things in like <laughs> in general order. Okay. Yeah, I mean, ideally for me, I always I always love the concept of having making sure that the house is clean. So if someone does pop in, mm. you're not afraid to like. Turn them away, like, no, you can't come in, the house is a mess, kind of thing. Yes, yeah. And but like, you love cleaning, so that's why. Yeah, I mean, I find it slightly I, therapeutic, I maybe. <laughs> so many people say that I don't understand that. I never <laughs> understand that. And I suppose I'm like, no. it's the whole thing of, like, taking something that's a mess and then you know, okay. making sure oh, okay. it's good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And for Tony, for you? Biggest for me, to be honest, I didn't have, like, a massive, like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, this adjustment. And I think for me, going into marriage, we often had like married couples couples tell us like, oh, the first year of your marriage is going to be the worst. And um, I kind of went in with that perception and then it wasn't like that for me. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe there's something wrong because there's nothing wrong, if you yes, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's one thing I learned, is especially if like telling advice for people is that like, don't listen to other advice in terms of how it's going to be because everyone's marriage is different um and for me going into our first year it was our best year only maybe into the second year started like oh my gosh like you know (laughs) this is annoying um yeah yeah. did you guys do any premarital therapy why would you why would you guys advise that to people yeah marriage pip really helped us discuss like what our strengths and weaknesses are Mm. and kind of figuring out how we could sort of um work at that and going to marriage, knowing what our expectations are, like, yeah. this is what I want. I want date night every second week or every week. And this is what I expect, yeah. you know, sort of our home life to look like. No yeah. TV during dinner, that kind of thing. Those yeah. four weeks of marriage prep don't, like, yes, it helps, but... But it just gets the conversation fi- started, if I could say. Yeah, those things don't really actually sometimes... It's a work in progress. No, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 What is the thing you love most about Tony? 
the biggest thing is that is the way she loves not just me but others as well. It's so selfless. Mm. Um, yeah, amongst everything else, that's like my top thing. Okay. Oh. And what is the thing that you dislike the most? <laughs> the chewing. The chewing. The chewing. <laughs> she chews know. very loud. I do chew very loud. Okay. Because I can't get all the air in at once. Okay. So it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> and Tony, what is the thing you love the most about Mike? I think what I love most is that Michael's honestly such a positive person. If I come to him and say, oh my gosh, this happened, it's so negative, and then he'll honestly just see the positive in everything. Like literally everything is a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely something I love about you. And the thing that you dislike the most because he loves cleaning so much at half past 11 at night michael just feels it's clean time now mm-hmm. and he goes full on for like an hour or two so it's one thing i've just been like i'm be st- i'm stepping out before it turns into a bite <laughs> you guys are married in your 20s yeah and so how would you describe your 20s journey with everything that has happened in your 20s. Yes. I'll start with Mike. I would say it's been a, it's been a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I feel like it's going super fast mm-hmm. and there's just so much happening. I'm learning a lot. And the biggest thing for me is probably just um, not being so hard on myself for changing as a person and vice versa for Tony. Because, you know, you always have that excuse of like, oh, you've changed. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Uh, if your partner's changing, it means they're growing, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Um, and so that's that's like the biggest thing in our 20s is like the person that you're changing into now is who you're going to be, you know, when you're much older, like from a foundation perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what 20s have been like. It's been busy and just so learning so much. Yeah. yeah. And for you? For me, it's been wild. <laughs> in a sense of, for me personally, my 20s were like, oh my gosh, I'm a young woman. Now I need to find the role of being a wife. Now I need to still remember that I'm a daughter. So how do I fit that all in? And like, oh, I actually have a career. These things I want to do. So for me, it's been wild and just trying to find balance between everything, but also just not putting pressure on myself that you actually can't do all of it. And that's okay. That's been a big thing for me in my twenties is that you can't be perfect at it all. Like it's okay. Mm. Um, so we, my early twenties, I was like, I'm actually failing because I'm not actually keeping up with all these new things happening in my life. Um, and now in the later part, I'm just like, it's fine. Like it's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mine's been wild in a sense of like everything happening. Um, and because you guys got married in your twenties, because I know people who are single want to be married and people who are married, I've heard sometimes want to be single, but do you feel that you have missed anything? Or yeah. gained more from being married in your twenties. Definitely, I missed anything. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's it's like um, uh, if you feel like you need to be doing stuff, then don't get married. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. And just try and figure out what you want to be doing before you make that massive decision. Yeah. Um, but for us, we knew it, and that's what we wanted to do. And we don't feel like we're missing out on anything from being single, if I could say. Yeah. But I think it just comes down to being on the same page. Yeah. Because we were like, I think marriage has this massive perception of being boring and getting married in and our young 20s. Admin-y. Yeah. <laughs> getting married in our young 20s, we were just like, 
well, we're actually going to throw it all out the window completely. Like, you know, we don't have to go buy a house immediately and we don't have to do all these things. We're still in our young 20s. So actually we're going to just yeah. go wild, but we're going to do it together. Um, so I think definitely gained more than yeah. missed for sure. You can define what you want your marriage to be in terms of goals and stuff. So it doesn't have to fall this checklist of society yeah. of like, I have kids by that age, buy this house by that age or do this by that age. Yeah. Uh, the moment you take that pressure off it, you can actually have fun in marriage. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with yeah. it, yeah. Because <laughs> it's amazing if you are It's amazing it. if you can do that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Quarter life crisis. Yeah. So you got married at 25. Yeah. You were a little bit shy of 25 by two years. But even being still in your 20s, have you either experienced the quarter life crisis? Yeah. And how did that affect your life? I went through one, not you. Yeah. Um I lost, because I was 25 last year, it actually full on hit last year, and I think it was just what I've said before, I was just so overwhelmed with everything that I needed to do, that I actually went through a massive year of major anxiety and slight depression, just because I feel like I wasn't performing or doing things to the best of my capabilities, um, I was just like, oh, I don't spend enough time with my family, I'm not doing this at work, I'm actually not making time for the gym, like silly things that just completely overwhelmed me with my life. Um, so I definitely had that quarter life crisis and it went on for a full year and a half. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, finally just came out in terms of it's okay if you can't get to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's an ongoing journey of that. Yeah. And how did you support yeah. Tony while she was going through the most? Because it's not like she's going through the most, she's going home. Yeah. It's she's going through the most. This is home. Uh, the biggest thing is just sort of to, Try and understand to the best of your ability what she's going through and support her um, to the best of my ability. And the biggest thing is not to alienate yourselves from anybody. Like, family is important. And the, the the biggest thing is I'm fortunate enough to be super close with her family. So myself and her mom chat quite often on WhatsApp. So mm-hmm. for me, it was just like, hey, like, we really need to just chat about this and see how we can really help Tony. And, yeah. And since the moment we introduced her family into the whole thing and just... I encourage her to sort of open up, you know, with her family and actually talk about it herself. It really helped. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it was just about doing the journey together as a family. And, and how do you guys feel right now about being in your 20s? You know, having, yeah. having been through this journey together, having met before you were both even 20, yeah. going through the high highs and the low lows and you know, personal stuff. How are you guys feeling now? Like, what space are you in? I'm ready for the babies. <laughs> yeah, family. <laughs> that was just a light one, but you can do <laughs> Yeah, and I feel ready like we, we we're, in a, we're in a really good space in terms of, like, we have, I wouldn't say we have it figured out, but we mm. have a direction mm. figured out in terms of where we want our family to go kind of thing. And just career-wise, we feel like things are settling down, kind of like really knowing where we need to go. So yeah. at night, when we have extra time and during the day, we're very intentional about how we use our time mm. and how we use it together. And I feel like that's in the first, I would say, two to five years, you're kind of figuring that out, just like mm. where you want your family to go mm. and then just sort of building on that. And I feel like that's in like the phase that we're in now. What advice do you have for people? I know you already gave advice to people who are in their 20s and considering marriage and yeah. but I think just in life in general yeah. two things don't overthink it and don't be hard on yourself yeah, yeah. just allow yourself to make mistakes because that's the time when you can learn the most um, and yeah just 
if there's any expectation on your life with like age goals, try and drop that if you can. Because you don't want to put unnecessary pressure on yourself to achieve something by a certain age. Yeah, I was going to say that that there's no timeline because often in our 20s we feel like we need to have all these things figured out before we turn 29. Or even 30. Um, like I need th- to be a millionaire before I'm 30. Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes it's just not realistic and then yeah. you actually end up being so sad or, you know, it's not happening. So there's no timeline. Do what you want to. But also just remember to have fun. I know in my, my a bit of my 20s I got so caught up in building a career that I would come home, I was tired, like you wouldn't actually have your normal fun, like, you know. Yeah. So I think that's been a big thing for me is just finding moments to do that. And like while you're building a career, it's also just not the only thing um, for you. Yeah. Thank you so, so, so much, Tony and Michael, for coming on to today's In My Twenties podcast episode for a very historic episode. Thank you for sharing so much wisdom and insight into what it's like to be married in your 20s. To everybody else, I hope you enjoyed the episode just as much as I did. And we will catch you same time, same place, right here on In My Twenties.